0: All right, welcome back to the Ain't Hard to Tell Podcast. Dexter Henry, Brian Fonseca here, episode 26 in full effect. And we haven't had a guest in a little bit, but we got a guest with us today, a good friend of mine and Brian. Wow. Uh, he is part of the Nets Daily family. He is you,
1: want, you wanna you want you wanna you wanna explain this first? Oh yeah. If you're, watching, <laughs> if you're watching, if you're watching,
0: if you're watching this podcast and you do not see the Ain't Hard to Tell no. Uh, logo behind us. We have not changed our name. Yeah, we are somebody, not just somebody a blackboard <laughs> podcast. Um, but we uh, just had some technical difficulties. If you yeah. want to say that, yeah. I ain't gonna blame no people. I it's, am. Somebody messed our, with our stuff. Just so you know, it's not our it's not our production <laughs> crew. It's nothing <laughs> to do not, with Matt. No, it's none of us here. I know. Uh, it's nothing to do with Maddie P. Who's here. Whatever. And we now have I got to uh, stare at Pooch's
1: gold chains. We
0: got Mike, who we call Chaz <laughs> in, the, in the building here today, uh, with us, helping us out in production. But our guest. Now that I've explained all that, <laughs> and he's wondering why I we make, had to I explain make sure we all that,
1: you know what I mean? I gotta make sure we don't. Uh, we yeah, don't but you, you just killed
0: you killed our guest's introduction. it will be all right. Okay. How you doing, Pooch? I'm doing great. How's it's Anthony doing? Puccio, also known as Pooch from Nets Daily, writer from Nets Daily, hardworking writer, That's right. uh, one of the best dressed men in the reporting game. Um, always bringing it with the suits at the game. Always. I should call you Suit Man.
2: I'm called Suits at the game. Dude. Suits at the game? You that's know, what they call you, know, you at the game now? That's, that's a, that's suits. A good yeah, if you
0: see this man at Barclay Center, you'll know who Suits is. Yeah. And he is, I believe, um, we were trying to confirm this. We are not 100% sure, but we believe he is our first Italian-American guest that we have had on this podcast.
2: Dex, we're going to say Sicilian. Just,
0: Sicilian. just out of respect for <laughs> oh, oh my okay. Sicilian, what? respect out of my aunt. You know what? So, you, know you know what, what man? <laughs> Sicilian, because we want to respect exactly <laughs> where your people are from in Italy. Yeah. Um, yes, sir. Yes, sir. I, I, before we get, I guess you are very proud of your Italian culture, as you should be. For sure.
2: I mean, you know, it, it's not common that you have what your whole family come down from the same town, which is Corleone, Sicily. You know, Corleone, Corleone Sicily Don Corleone. More Italian Corleone than that. You know, so, exactly. So you <laughs> hey, know, be careful.
0: <laughs> no, no, no. We're clean. We're ahead, clean. We're clean. <laughs> you know <laughs> I'm Not careful. Either. I'm careful. Our boy Mike Scotto would, would, would agree on that. Shout you're out to laugh him. <laughs> He'll <laughs> yeah. laugh at that. Are Shout out like to it? Mike Scotto from the Athletic. Yeah, um, for sure, yeah. <laughs> for sure, Scotto. Yeah. So Pooch, yeah. how, how are you doing? Uh, you just uh, you and Brian did a lot of coverage. I didn't do as much this year, but you just wrapped up uh, another year of covering the Nets. Uh, tell everybody about that. How you got into working with Nets Daily? Uh, you're one of the youngest uh, writers in in the game. Uh, here in New York City, tell everybody about your start. How you got into that?
2: Yeah, man. So when I was when I was six years old, my pops took me to to New Jersey to a New Jersey Nets game, and that's when they had Jason Kidd. He said to me, you know, watch number five on the Nets. He said, I want you to learn ball from him. So from that from that day on, I fell in love with basketball, and you know, just watched the Nets throughout my whole life. I played basketball competitively and AAU, hey, as I've, I've mentioned to Brian mm-hmm. several times. We talked talking about this in the car. Yeah, guys like, you know, <laughs> dudes like Isaiah Whitehead. I trained with Tobias Harris and, and, and Michael K. Gilchrist, you know. And just, you know, over time, just fell in love with the game. And, you know, complications in life, obviously. Some tough times happened. My dad got sick, he got laid off from his job in 2008. And HBO did a, did a movie on us. And, you know, it was about how we were losing our house and how my dad was sick and and just, again, like, tough times. That At that time, I was only 15, 16 years old. I had cameras in my face and things like that. So I think that adversity kind of pushed me to try and figure out, like, how do I make sure this doesn't happen to me in the future? How do I find something that I love to do? Because to this day, this is 10 years later, my pop still hasn't found a job on Wall Street. So, you know, Mm. it's not even something that he loved to do. So it's like... How do I find something that I'm passionate for, that I love to do, that I can hopefully make a career out of and, and keep going? So, when I was a senior in high school, I figured, you know, I watch every Nets game at this point, right? I might as well start writing about it. Why and, not? You know, I reached out to a bunch of writers. Not many got back to me, but uh, Tom Lorenzo of Nets Daily got back to Tom,
0: me. Tom, Tom, man.
2: And nobody That's better, man. man, nobody better. And, and he just said, you know, I, I wasn't looking for a handout or anything like that, it was just more, you know. Lead me on the right path give me some advice how i could get my foot in the door and he said you know you're young you're good at what you do but you know just stay at it stay at it and circle back around build up a portfolio and you know it, it, it started with a microsoft word document and i really just recapped every game i did some features on my own and and i circled back to him a year later i was 18 years old starting my first year of college and you know, here we are, five years later.
0: Yeah, that was 2013. I met you in twenty thirteen. Mm. Yeah, I think uh, I started with Nets Daily doing stuff in February twenty thirteen. I think I met you mm-hmm. around then. I see Pooch at the games, grinding hard, making yeah, his man. connections. Even back then, at eighteen, he was the suit man at the Nets Sweet game. Man. I wasn't <laughs> calling suits then, but he was the suit man at the Nets I didn't game. Have the good fellas. Line um, this but yeah, and then obviously, you know, Brian's coming to the fold a couple years with Nets Daily and you. Um, I like to bring this up for like Brian to ask up questions for people that don't know. I feel like people don't know like the Nets Daily family, all of us. We, you know, we talk a lot, we have fun at the games, we do, we do. We have such a great community that supports us there sure. with that platform. How has I don't want to speak for myself, and O'Brien can say it too, but how has it been for you? You know, just covering the team for five years, you've seen a lot of some ups when they first started playing in Brooklyn and in downs. Yeah. Um, but how has it been for you, and just just the experience of interacting with the fans and everything? How's that been?
2: It's it, it's been great. I mean, you know. Obviously, when I first started, they made the playoffs. Yeah. That, that was the team with uh, Paul Pierce and KG, and, you know, things were a lot different. Billy King was running the team, uh, you know, different coaches, Jason Kidd, Lionel Hollins. You know you have seen a lot. A <laughs> whole lot. You know, a whole lot of turnover, right. a whole lot of different players, I man, a lot that aren't even in the league anymore. Yeah. But, yeah. you know, now the fact that they have a direction, they have a, a young group of guys that are really likable and and – just the fact that the fans see that there is direction, that there's a plan, I think they're a little more optimistic than I've ever seen them, even when they did make the playoffs. So mm-hmm. interacting with the fans is obviously, you know, they're not going to agree with you at all times, but but it's pretty cool to see like Nets fans coming together, even though they haven't had a winning season in four years. You know, like, yeah, it's, yeah. it's really, really cool to see and. You know, I hope I hope something special blossoms from this when they are good one day.
0: All right, we'll get to that a little bit more, too. But, yeah, that is <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, we're, we're, we're hoping for that, too, Nets fans. We know you're hoping for that. It sounds like they're going down the right
1: path. But I want to know more about just you growing up in Long Island and what's that been like. I mean, we've talked about your, your background in AAU basketball. We both – I think all three of us actually came up playing basketball. Yeah. So um, – your experiences with that, because I know something about that, but I feel like the people might not know. You know, and Pooch, where, where are you
0: from? In Long Island, Wantagh. Wantagh, yes, right. Yeah.
2: Wantagh, okay. Wantagh, yeah. So I, I grew up in Queens. Well, I was born in Queens, lived there for seven years. I moved out to Long Island, and you know, I, I was shooting hoops one day outside of my outside of my house when my neighbor, who had played Division One basketball, actually at St. Francis. Mm. His basketball coach, his AAU coach, came over, swung by, was picking them up. It was like eleven o'clock at night. I was I was probably like seven, eight years old, like I said. And, you know, he, he went up to my dad and he said, I want I want the young one. He said, I want the young one. So I started playing in some competitive tournaments. I started playing uh you know I I played up at a really young age. I was I was like seven, eight years old playing with guys probably 15 16 years old. Oh, you're one of those. So, all right. you know, that's how you, get, that's how you get stronger and better. It yeah. was it was I, it was, I almost way. I almost felt like it was like a, a, a G League kind of thing like I was like that two-way player, right? <laughs> <laughs> practicing with like, I was with the young old dudes. They send you down yeah. little kids and you just start dunking on them. Yeah. Crazy. <laughs> so, as time got old, you know, went on, I uh, you know, I was playing with with dudes like even Danny Green, like I said, like from Long Island. Yeah, cuz yeah. he's from Long Island and yep. you know, we were going into we didn't play ball in Long Island. We only practiced in Long Island. My team was centered in Long Island, but you know we were going to Queens. We were going to Brooklyn. We were going to the Bronx. we were playing in some of the toughest tournaments, you know. And you know, just just learning how like the game of basketball was, and and how different it was from Long Island. Like you weren't walking in there and playing soft. So you're getting called yeah. out on. It, you know what I mean? Like they they were they were going at you, and they were talking, and they were talking a lot. So you know, from a young age, I learned like. I gotta come in here with a pair. You know what I mean, like. Yeah. So <laughs> with a pair. But you know, as I got older, I, uh, you know, I, from my age group with my team, I really excelled. I, I, I was, I was playing real well I was playing against guys like I said Isaiah Whitehead and AAU yeah. tournaments like I so he you? do he remember yeah you yeah, remember? yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, that's we got him in a couple championships he got us in a few he was on the Juice All-Stars All Stars <laughs> yep, I,
0: cov- I remember covering it. I'm surprised yeah. I never saw you covering because I used to cover a lot of stuff yeah. uh, Around I say in some other tournaments, so I yeah. probably did. I probably was covering you. I probably yeah. wrote. I'm sure you. I was a little remember. kid.
1: You remember a dude playing ball in a suit? Nah, a I, I, dude, that I would remember that. <laughs> Yo, you was a killer
0: crossover with the suit with the little gold chain. Yeah, I would remember that, yeah. I would have remembered that yeah. guy. <laughs> nah, but but it sounds like, it sounds like those are good times that and I think what Brian's alluding to that made you sort of who you are yeah. for
2: sure. And and like I said, like as I got older. Then I started playing with kids my age, right? Like, for, for my first five years of playing basketball, I was always playing with older kids. Yeah. Then I started playing with kids my age, and, and I was setting all types of records, whether it be in Queens, and Brooklyn, wherever it might be. And then I was coming back what to Long Island, kind? like scoring, scoring records, okay. scoring records, and, you know, still, still hold some of those records. And I was coming back to Long Island and shredding people up. I uh, came back. In the, in <laughs> Yo, Pooch grade. is letting <laughs> y'all know <laughs> out there Long Island. I, I'm, I'm, come I'm, to one talk. Play <laughs> me one I'm, I'm gonna give you. I'm gonna give you straight up <laughs> <out> facts <laughs> right here. You know, so, you know, eighth grade comes around and uh, I set the record for my school's all time points in a season, most points in a game, like most points per game, and all these records still stand. Yeah, yeah nice. Yeah, and yeah, um, we gotta look those up. Yeah. We gonna yeah, fact yeah, check. We're right. Right. Yeah. We, yeah. we gonna fact hey. check. Call my middle school coach. But um, you know, high school came around and with, with my high school there was a lot of politics. And mm. unfortunately there's a lot of that in, in uh, just any, in, in anywhere. Well, you in can go. say it's it, sports, sports journalism. Yeah. Sports journalism and, and basically everything. And you know, basically they didn't like that. You know, I was playing in some tough parts of New York City mm-hmm. and coming into Long Island, coming into the gym. My pants, uh, my shorts hanging a little bit low, and I was playing. I was a little bit different, you know. I played So you street were ball, you man. were
0: you were a little too urban for them. Yes, I was too quote urban. Unquote, yeah. Or you know what you know what yes, that means, yeah, though. Yeah, you know, yeah. I'll say exactly you are too black. You were being world. a little t- almost uh you were ingratiating <laughs> yourself too much with the black people that you were playing with for them. That's 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 what they're saying. When <laughs> they're they saying did. Urban. That they talk didn't like <laughs> let that. Let <should> Dexter <laughs> talk <laughs> for you. They <laughs> didn't like that. I got your back, Pooch. I got your back. I got you back. So
2: so when I came. Came back to Long Island, like mm-hmm. I said, I set all these records and I was like, I didn't expect anything handed to me, but it was like, all right, like, give me the rock when I get to high school and we'll do the right thing. We'll win games. Our, our brand, our team, our school hadn't won a county championship in over like 15 years. So I was like, let's do it. I was, I was ready to take over. And my coach told me, you know, nah, you're not trying out. You know, you don't put the work in. That was, that was my uh, freshman year. Okay. So, they put the, the guy that was backing me up, who was actually one of my good friends. So, I, you know, it's tough to like talk bad about these people. I'm not talking even bad about them, but the system was just so messed up that, you know, I, I, I sucked up a year on JV. I, I worked my ass off. I did what I had to do. And then 10th grade came around and I was like, all right, like, Goal let's time. do it. Yeah. I played yeah. Summer League. Like, I played well in Summer League mm-hmm. and I, I went to all the training camps. And I, you know, I texted the coach, and I was like, let's do this. Like, what time are tryouts? You know, when are they? Et cetera, et cetera. And he said, you're not trying out. He said, I'm not letting you try out. Again? Again. Huh. So I said, hold on. I said, I want to get on the phone with the AD. You know, this is like, what is this about?
1: Damn, you even knew to try to contact the AD at that time? Yeah. I don't know no if I would have thought it. of
3: that. Yeah.
2: <laughs> so it actually got worse from there. The AD called me up, and he said, you think you're entitled? He said, you think you think, you think." You think you're better than everybody? You don't put the work in. I was like, "What are you talking about?" I've been told to open gyms. You know, like so it was a thing like that. So since I was a freshman year of college, uh, freshman year at high school, the dude that was my backup point guard in middle school when I was breaking all these records, he was on varsity from ninth grade to twelfth grade Yo! because he was their three sport athlete. So I'm sitting there and I'm watching these games as a freshman. I'm scoring at least 15 to 20 points a game, and then. You know, I'm saying what, what, what more can I do, right? Like, right, you yeah. Know, realistically, it, it was yeah. like, it's not like I could even say like they're racist against me, but it was like a thing of they didn't like who I was, they didn't like the style of ball that I played, athletes, they didn't like, and like and that I had some swagger. Yeah, exactly. Right. And you know, 10th grade came around, and you know, this is when my pops was sick and he lost his job, and the HBO was doing mm-hmm. all this stuff, and mm-hmm. you know, these are some really, really hard times for me, and mm-hmm. You know the one thing that I loved, the one thing I really, really loved was basketball. That was the one thing I had, and these people took it away from me. And in tenth grade, I quit. And I played AAU throughout high school. I, uh, you know, like I said, I, I trained with Tobias Harris, I trained with Michael kid gilchrist you know, Breya Hartley, who's in the WNBA. I could go on for days. You know, at Jerry Powell, I was training with them, mm-hmm. playing with them, and, and it was just such a shame. I don't know if you guys ever seen the documentary Searching for Sugar Man. But uh, no. you know, that's, like, that's how I feel like Would it be on it HBO Go now? It'd be Hulu If mm. you got Hulu you oh. can check it out right. But it was like like In the hood in, in Queens and Brooklyn In the Bronx like I was known But when I went out to Long Island nobody knew me Because I never got the show what I was worth.
0: What, 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 what did it feel like that you were in these these spaces where you were accepted by where you were probably most times playing basketball, you were the minority, you know, most times, yeah. I'm assuming, on yeah. some of these AEO teams. Just from covering it, you're a white guy, Italian, playing on these AAU teams. Yeah. Um, and I know, because we've talked about your community in Wanta, but in those spaces, you're the minority. You're going to places in Brooklyn, the Bronx, Queens, you're playing ball. Some of these places, we're the minority. But home, where you're more so around your people to say, they're not showing you the love, and what I think you were alluding to is because some of it is because you were associating with people that did not look like the people that were where you were from. That's, that's, how how's yeah. that how would that make you feel? And, and and what did you maybe learn about just personally for you accepting others and bringing other different people into your fold in your career? It
2: it, it helped me understand the way people think and how how how. Like I don't know if it's narrow minded or ignorant that I this is it's ignorant. <laughs> it's ign- it's
0: it's ignorant. ignorant. And narrow minded. You and, <laughs> know, and, and,
2: and, and like it's not even like I quit in tenth grade. Like I still tried to play. Like I played summer league that that next season, going into my junior year. And I wasn't getting no time. Like I wasn't playing at all. Like Great. he was just benching me. Like he just did not want to play me. And he had this, you know, these guys playing. And and no disrespect to them, but. They never won they never they won. never won so you know it it again like for where we're at right now as a country and everything mm. like it it helped me learn at a young age that you know people gotta get off the island mm. and and see what else is out there that mm. it's not just.
0: Yeah. Just in your neighborhood. That goes yeah. for everybody. Yeah. Everybody needs to see more. Yeah. We were we community. were talking about this too on the way yeah. here. I
1: know we gotta go to break, but we were talking about this on the way here about the importance of just going out and seeing the world and things yep. like that. Because you see these other things. Because yeah. a lot of people, you know, if your parents are stuck in their own ways, you might grow up the same way. And that's how a lot of people just kinda follow suit. That's it. Cool. Well, and
0: that's that's for everybody.
3: This kind of reminds um, me
1: of the story of um and this is crazy comparison comparing you to Mike Tomlin. But Mike Tomlin, he was gonna become the head coach of the Miami Dolphins at one point, uh-huh. but they were gonna offer him the job at one point and they said that he was too hip hop to be the head coach yeah. of the Miami Dolphins. Yeah. This is before he was I, with the like, Steelers and everything. I think this that's a true story.
0: A, I think that's a good comparison the that one is, that statement was ridiculous yeah. too. So basically you were too hip hop. I for feel like you night. might have been too hip hop. <laughs> <laughs> to. And and you know,
2: like you know, like from, from a young age, like just Even, like, I would walk into the CYO gym when I was in fourth, fifth grade, and I would have have a a flat flat top on, and people at the church and the CYO league would be like, they would be like,
0: Nah, don't do that to them. They'd be like, (laughs) yo,
2: you got to take that off. Like,
0: you know, like, they
2: would be looking at my parents like there was something wrong with them. You know, like, they raised me wrong or something. It was like, no, no, no. no. It's just that, you know. This is my swag. You know, this is is who I am. (laughs) And I'm proud of it. And it's not even like, It's not even a thing of, for me, white versus black or anything like that. It was just I love to play basketball. The culture of the game, the best players were in the boroughs. That's where I played. That's where I learned how to play. When I went back to Long Island, I wanted to show. I put on for my I wanted to put on for my team. I wanted to put on for my high school, and they didn't let me. So, I mean, look. You know, it is what it is. You don't look in the past, but I think it's helped me. No,
0: but it's good to hear about Everything happens for a reason. For a reason. reason. It's good to hear that background story. All right, we heard a little bit about Pooch. We come back. We're going to talk a little bit um, about the Nets, which Poochio covers. We're going to talk about. some hip-hop, which Puccio loves, Speaking too. Of. And we will embrace him for his love of hip-hop, unlike you folks out there in Wanta. Doing <laughs> yeah, I'm calling y'all out. Let's not get him in trouble. I'm <laughs> trying to get him in trouble. Hey, get, maybe maybe i will get in trouble. Maybe I can't visit Wanta. Yeah. Uh, Robert Kraft, and he visited somebody very interesting this week. And what's going on with Eric Reed <laughs> and getting a job in the NFL? More than that Think when about- we come back <laughs> on the A Hard to Tell podcast. What's up, listeners? You know sometimes how it can be hard just to get from point A to point B. Now, when I have to get anywhere and I don't want to deal with the hassle of public transportation, it ain't hard to tell how I get around. I always make sure to use the best car service app in the game. I'm talking about Lyft. Lyft offers rides in minutes. All you have to do is download the Lyft app, request a ride, and you will be on your way quickly. Lyft is all about happy riders and happy drivers. Take a ride with them and you'll see why 9 out of 10 rides end up with a 5-star rating lyft always has amazing offers for new customers and i'm here to tell our listeners about a great offer today lyft is currently offering free ride credit to ain't hard to tell listeners if you are new to lyft then you are eligible and getting your credit is easy all you have to do is download the app and use the promo code ahttpod to unlock your free credit today ain't hard to tell who is the best car app service So use the code today and ride out loud with Lyft. The best new sports web series is here. It's from Backpack Broadcasting, and it's called the Sports Walk. The Sports Walk is a series where diverse sports fans take a walk and share their views at the intersection of sports and society. The entire first season is now available on Backpack Broadcasting's YouTube channel and BackpackBroadcasting.com. See what other sports fans have to say about a variety of issues In the world of sports watch all 13 episodes from season one and take the sports walk today all right welcome back to ain't hard to tell podcast episode 26 dexter henry here brian fonseca and our guest yeah anthony puccio we know him as pooch nets daily reporter official suit rocker and uh there's a note i actually don't know about this so i just want to Get this real quick. You were listed here, notes by Brian, as an organ hater. Oh man. Oh yeah. That's right. Oh man. You're oh, gonna yeah,
2: you know, start it on this, the organ. What's open with that? All right, all right. All right. Let
3: me let me let
1: me let me give you some background. Uh, so basically, um, who hates the organ? When we cover not the body part, but like. No, I thought it was like the music.
0: <laughs> I was thinking the musical instrument. I think who hates their organs, like the musical <laughs> I assume we're talking about like an organist, right?
1: So 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 basically, right? Um, when we cover Nets games. Uh, people who may or may not have seen us, we sit together, obviously, because, you know, that's daily team. I don't sit with you. Squad, you know what I'm saying? So when we're we're up there, you know, we talk during the games, and, you know, sometimes at Barclay Center, they'll play the hip-hop, sometimes they'll play the organ, whatever, and the organ is cheesy. It sounds like Madison Square Garden, Atlanta... Like, they, other places that do that. Hold on, Dex. Hold on, hold on. Because <laughs> I know you're Dex. about to get in come your Come on, pack. Dex. I know let, you're getting in let, your back. Let but, but anytime. You kind of saved yourself on one thing. Oh, but okay. they'll play Flavor in Your Ear. When they'll play uh, Kick in the Door. When they'll play uh-huh. One Love. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. These old school hip-hop songs. It sounds good. It sounds like what a arena in Brooklyn should be playing during a basketball game instead of an organ that tries to play like, I put my hands up in the <laughs> air sometime. You know what I'm saying? So we don't like it. Uh, Pooch definitely doesn't like it, and he said this on Twitter. I don't either. Wait, no, so here's like, my question like, for this I
0: that, like that I don't know. Do the Nets – I remember hearing this, and I think I had a feeling similar to what you guys had too. But the Nets, they don't, they don't have an actual – Organists That plays Do they Or is it just Some pre-recorded I'm, pre-
2: I'm pretty sure They have an organist That came with them From the Islanders
0: Okay Look there's an organ Somewhere Okay <laughs> You know what I'm gonna I I say I Well you say I'll let you speak Why don't you like You don't like the organ Because and going
1: back to our First segment yes. That organ
0: ain't hip hop Like I wanted Like <laughs> Why you got
1: organ Samples in hip hop That ain't a real no no, no 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 But I'm saying That organ when you listen to it and the things like, you know so what I'm so talking? is your problem? Hold on, you you know yes, because there's, a, there's a
0: difference here, guys. <laughs> is the problem with the organ or the problem with the organist? Because maybe nah, the organist nah, 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 doesn't nah, have nah. enough flavor Oops, when he's playing uh-uh, the organ. That's what I'm saying. There's a, there's a
2: whole there's a whole thing behind this that I think it, it, it's more about who the Nets have to target and what the Brooklyn basketball brand is all about, right? So like, you say
0: the Brooklyn basketball fan doesn't like organs? It's
2: not so much that. It's more that It's more that
0: <laughs> you're being mean right now. You know what I saying?
2: I am. <laughs> so the Brooklyn Nets, they got to, when when you're an older basketball fan, you're probably going to root for the Knicks because they were the only team to root for. The Nets were in Jersey. Yeah. Or yeah unless especially if you're
0: from going, Brooklyn. I, I agree with that. Yes. Right?
2: So the people that they have to appeal to are you? either younger kids millennials and i feel like in order for that for you to to establish a brand establish your own like you go with what your brand is right like what works for who you're targeting obviously and when i played in the boroughs i didn't hear no no (laughs) (laughs) i went there and i'm not saying listen i'm not saying you go you know you got to put 50 Cent, you know, cursing and doing all this stuff. But even just instrumentals like, Brian, like <laughs> Brian saying, like, you know, top billing by Audio 2, just the instrumental while the guys are dribbling up. And they did that the first couple of years in and Brooklyn. And I liked it. You know what I'm saying? Like, and they like still it. do you it know, sometimes. I'll yeah, never we'll forget. that much. All game. I like that. Yeah. And it, it, nothing, nothing too complicated. It doesn't even have to be too too crazy. But I feel like that's what the brand was. When I, when I went to go play ball in Brooklyn, especially in the projects at Africa Park, it was like. You know that's that's what you heard when you were warming up. That's what got you amped up, and that's what they did the first couple of years in Brooklyn before the Islanders came. So I almost feel like before the Islanders came, the
1: Islanders messed it up. They, that's that's, that's kind of saying that's
0: why they have the Long Oregon. Island messing up again. This is two segments in a row. So Long Island's messing it up. <laughs> <laughs> and, of, and
1: of course, hockey is affecting basketball in some negative way.
0: Yeah, point, right. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> no comment for me there. <laughs>
2: but you have you have all these beats you have you, you, if you play beats from even guys like you know just guys from Brooklyn like like Biggie and yeah and I always like, like that like uh,
0: I like that connection yeah. right and like you, like you can play, you play, the play new some stuff. most deaf like some,
2: some underground yeah. stuff and you right. can play even some like of the like newer stuff popular. too you can play Borat yeah. Yellow you know, yeah. Yeah. know what
0: I mean like you can play the but we, sh- we yeah. like yeah. that like you said you like hearing the Beastie Boys you like hearing some Big yeah. you like hearing some Jay different different artists from Brooklyn I think look artists from Brooklyn should be paid I understand your point in general I will say this as a Knicks fan Shocking news For you Nets fans out there Who don't know I'm a Knicks fan Who act all crazy When they meet me That I'm a Knicks fan yeah, They um, act all
1: crazy When they meet me Because I'm not A fan of anybody Yeah <laughs> well,
0: No and, and this is a Knicks fan Who wants always wants To see the Nets do good I enjoy the organ At the Garden I enjoy it Now I've seen other know. arenas Try to adopt the Use of the right, organ right. And it always Doesn't feel No pun intended here Organic to me Okay <laughs> It doesn't feel Organic <laughs> right, to me right, right? Right, right LA does it pretty good When they use it the Knicks do it pretty good. The Lakers, Atlanta, Atlanta mean, is
2: really good too. Ah, I was gonna, Atlanta I, I one is Atlanta. okay.
0: It's all right. I be. think
2: he's good. Like he's talented. Yeah. So See,
0: and that's why I was bringing up the point about the organ and organist. You got to put some flavor into playing the organ. If you don't, it's not going to work. The Brooklyn thing, I, it's. I understand where you're coming from, where it's a little forced, and I think it doesn't necessarily fit the brand. I think you make all good points about. So it's gentrified. And, and, and yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and like you said, like
2: like the Nets have. And you shouldn't game. be doing what the Knicks are doing. That's That's exactly what I was going to say. That's a mistake. From day one. I mean, it's not a
0: model of consistency you want to copy (laughs) in any kind of way. Right,
2: right. From day one, they've tried to separate those brands so much that they had a a billboard of Prokhorov outside of Dolan's office. Right. Saying Blueprint for Greatness. So, how are you going to, you know, kind of copy their... I agree.
0: Their their same style. It's almost
2: like... Go with what worked the first couple of years because people really liked it.
0: All right. I'm rocking with yeah. that. All right. We're going to move on to uh, another topic. I'm with you on the organ. I'm glad you guys cleared, cleared, cleared that up for me because I was like, I thought there's some organ we, haters over we, here. We've
2: had some heated, heated discussions. discussions the heated, heated, heated discussions about yeah. the organ. Listen, you know. Uh,
1: That's no, p- Daily fans. They'll, they'll get heated discussions
0: I, about that, it. There's that a I petition found. online to, to stop the organ. Did, Did you, you sign get, a petition? I didn't sign it. I'm surprised. There was i I don't want no emails from change.org. Petition online to stop the organ? Yeah. we're at? <laughs> no, I'm, here, I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so this week, uh, we, we sometimes will touch on the NFL pooch, and this week it was a story that caught my eye. It caught Brian's eye, because I yeah. believe... I don't remember who texted it to who, but we spoke about it. And I think Brian texted it to me, actually. And we saw that Patriots owner Robert Kraft... Was this Maybe one of those? Was
1: this one of those nine AM texts where you just wake up and are like, "Oh, Brian sent me something else today." Well, I mean, that <laughs> happens. Every, that happens every day. So <laughs> I, I, the days just kind
0: of get confused together. I don't even know anymore. Um, Robert, no, this was the middle of the day. I remember because I knew where I was. Uh, Ro- Robert, I knew where I was. <laughs> <laughs> he wakes up out of bed. And he doesn't know where he is. Some days I don't know where I am. You can take Dude. the however you want. <laughs> 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 Robert Kraft visited rap artists philadelphia native meek mill who as many people know uh is now serving some jail time yeah. because of violating his probation for what what put him in jail this time for he violated he the probation did. by doing what again he he left something bike. stupid he riding a bike in the state of new york riding a bike in the state of new york it's either that or he, he, would, he left. Left. it was he something left. minor that nobody should be doing two yeah, or yeah, four yeah, years yeah, for yeah, that's the yeah, point yeah yeah yeah, yeah um yeah. Kraft visited Meek Mill, called him, quote, a wonderful young man. Yeah. And called for his release. This is shocking. Yeah, and I didn't see this coming. This is shocking. Robert Kraft. Of all people. Standing up for Meek Mill. I mean, and, and he pushed for his release from prison. So here I'm gonna here's, let you here's my thing. I'm gonna let you guys say what you have to say. Don't steal my point. Maybe I am. So my feeling was first my feeling was like, yo, what? <laughs> Secondly, I ended up having the feeling that I saw Jamel Hill tweet about that I was like, oh, that's exactly what I'm feeling. Hmm. How does this guy, Robert Kraft, <laughs> is now standing up for Meek Mill when he was against the guy who was taking a knee for a protest for people in Meek Mill's situation? Oh, that wasn't even... And that Colin I, That okay. wasn't even
1: where I went. Oh, that's not where you went. No, okay. surprisingly. My, where I went was yeah, that... We're not, he, we're not on the same Where he was pushing for way. his release from prison, I'm like... <laughs> You could text your homeboy that's in office, you know the president of the United States,
0: and just be like, "Hey, yo." Man, like, forty-five ain't getting Meek Mill out of out of prison. Well, he allegedly got uh, Le- LeAngelo Ball no, he <laughs> <laughs> the LeAngelo boy. No,
2: he didn't. Joseph Tide. Pooch,
0: what are, you saw this? What do you make of this?
2: Man, listen, I think I think you hit on the nail right on the head. Like, it, it's just you know, this is somebody that supported Donald Trump that that literally wouldn't bring on Colin Kaepernick on his team, and now he's he's going there. Is this a publicity stunt, or does he actually want to do the right thing? Yo, or, is or, it? or, or, like, let, let me say this. I can't
0: specifically say that, that Kraft was against Kaepernick, but I can say he's part of the larger ownership group that didn't necessarily uh, support Kaepernick or the players that had their protest and haven't given him an opportunity to play back in the league. That much I can say. What I just want to be clear. What, what is I it said.
1: with Robert Kraft and, like, you know, first Meek Mill, he wants to get him out. Uh-huh. Now he there's rumors of him wanting to draft Lamar Jackson. Is he? Is he? Is he? Is he a change
0: man? Um, I can I, I have no comment on that. I'm silent for the first time. Is he a change man? Is he? A cha- You're asking he's a change man because he visited Meek Mill.
1: No, would, would he vote for Hillary today
0: in a reelection? No, I, I'll tell you. I'll tell you what I think about Robert Kraft. I think he's damn sure voting for Trump in 2020. I think that's for sure. Yeah, <laughs> his quarterback had to make America great
3: again out of his think locker. So. so
0: no, I don't think. Sorry, Pooch. No, I don't think he's a changed man. I don't think he's a changed man. Speaking of all that, uh, and Lamar- I actually want to i want to get something about Lamar Jackson to, to you, Brian. I'm going to save that for the third segment, but I do have a question for you about Lamar Jackson. Um, you brought something up I want to talk to you about. Eric Reed, who we also know took a knee with Colin Kaepernick during uh, the protest when this started. Um, he just doesn't have a job. He's one of the best safeties in football. Mm-hmm. He doesn't have a job right now. Gee, I wonder why. Why do you think so? Pooch, you want to – you want to tackle that? I don't. I don't know I mean, too much you know, on the you, situation. You have but. experience with you know not being able to get an opportunity. You were going to say uh, you were associated you're with yeah, people. I mean, you weren't <laughs> taking a knee, but you mean. were associated with some people that certain people thought weren't desirable, and then they stopped you from having the opportunity. Mm. How do you feel about this when you see somebody who didn't have, have opportunity, like Kaepernick or Eric Reed?
2: I'd like to see him do what Colin Kaepernick did, and and that's try to better the situation. I mean. I know, I understand that it's probably really frustrating that he can't get an opportunity right now, Absolutely. but the only way that we can make this better is by improving ourselves and, and taking action. So Colin Kaepernick may not have played football last season, but, you know, the impacts that he made on the world were so much more important than being on a team. And, and I, I would love to see Eric Reed do something similar if he doesn't get signed by somebody. So, I mean, that's all I could really say about that. Everything else, you know, it's just everything in a nutshell, you know it's, it, it's really such a shame, but at the same time again, I'd love to see him really speaks to people and, and make sure that this doesn't happen again.
1: The NBA is so much better at handling this, like just so much better at handling these things because it's like you don't get you only get this with the NFL, with Major League Baseball. You don't really get this with hockey because everybody's white, so nobody you know really is out here protesting. <laughs> so You know what I mean You're Sorry. also getting a lot of dudes from, <laughs> No you're also getting Like in
2: hockey too You're also getting a bunch of dudes From different countries
1: too well, actually right? no no, like no. It's like, that's, I'm, actually, that's actually I'm actually wrong I'm too. actually wrong I'm, I'm wrong. actually it's, it's, wrong That's actually true There's I'm a lot of right wrong. From PK PK Subban Is one of the most hated players In the NHL I Because I have a PK Subban story Because <laughs> at
0: some the time. They think I want to know about Not this. Not with him. I met some fans of the Canadians before he's traded that explain some stuff. Oh, to yeah, you told me surrounding about this. racism. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. But yeah, that was yeah. with P, I, I let's go on for an With PK Subban, no, he was like some Yeah, I don't care. He was <laughs> better for the podcast. He was one he's one
0: of the best Is players it? in hockey,
1: right? I don't even know that much about hockey, but I know he's one of the best players in hockey because everybody tells me he's one of the best players in hockey.
0: Brian knows nothing.
1: <laughs> and he and he celebrates and things like that. He's very charismatic has a certain energy about him and people just don't like that because you know he's that black dude in hockey you know what I mean like I, how, how do you think people felt about Anson Carter yeah I'm name dropping now Anson Carter when he was a hockey player when he was with the Rangers they liked that <clears throat> yeah <laughs>
0: I don't know <laughs> he, he turned that into a gig on NBC now I know he does like commentary there now so. Yeah he does He got liked enough Well or he could just be filling the roles That told the black guy that they had to put on TV To make it look like their sport was more different Like now nah, I thought about it You I know like, about oh, okay. affirmative action Come on man Like Yeah I, I, I really don't know Like I don't know that climate I do think the point you make about he, you, know what, you know what You know what For the most part about There being maybe some not. white people From all different places in the world And it being a little bit more Than just like yeah. typical white yeah. America in that sport here right. I do see that there's some difference in that that's why I think so there's some differences there from baseball that we see in baseball and things that'll annoy me there but yeah. Who, know, who knows? Anson uh,
1: Carter. Anson Carter just, you know, kind of survived their Rooney Rule. Was that what it was? Oh,
0: <laughs> I don't know enough about the climate to say like what. Peter
3: felt I, me neither. About I don't Anson know anything. Carter.
0: So I, 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 I don't. I don't even know. Yeah. All right, we're gonna take a break. When we come back. We're gonna talk about the Nets uh, season in review. My New York Knicks fired their head coach. I just lost a lot of sleep over that. No, I did not. And the upcoming Yo, wait, NBA wait,
1: wait, 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 wait. I asked you last night. I was
0: like, "Yo, do you want to talk about ortho tech today?" You were like, eh, "I guess." Yeah. yeah. I mean, like, well, I, I, don't, like- I, I don't. What I do want to hear from, I do gotta get before our producer Matt has to get up out of here. I do want to hear Matt. Uh, Matt, let's let's do it right now. Matt, uh, talk. <laughs> the voice of Matt. Talk about what? Our producer Matt. Uh, first of all, your jazz. Yes. Fourth seed in the West. Fifth seed. Fifth. Yeah, Pooch. He's uh, a legitimate. Fifth, he's fifth seed. Fifth seed. He's That's a right. legitimate Utah Jazz Fifth seed in fan. the West. So um, you're D Wilfins. Yes, huh? they do exist. Amazingly oh. <laughs> enough A little bit. Um, <laughs> this had to be a very happy
4: year for and Joe you. Johnson.
0: I think you can. I think we can
4: officially not say anymore that you don't miss Gordon Hayward. I don't. I have to. I put made that. a shirt and it's selling online. Like. Yeah. I don't miss Gordon Hayward so. Selling. Hmm. W- What's the shirt? It says I don't that miss legal? Gordon Hayward I don't miss sh- Gordon <laughs> 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 um, <laughs> Hayward it, And it's a silhouette of um, Donovan Mitchell dunking That's so it's amazing says 45, That's a dope miss, shirt. Yeah, It's a dope it's shirt dope. Yeah. Uh,
0: Two things uh, okay. First round matchup You will play the O-K City. Yeah. Uh You guys don't have the home court advantage How excited are you? Do you think you can win?
4: Um, yes, I do believe we can win we You're not going to <laughs> okay, Brian. Uh, we were in the wow. fifth seed last year, and we team beat the Clippers. And here. the Clippers had um, a team that they had players leaving. Um, I think OKC is trying to prove that Paul George is trying to stay. So it's kind of a similar situation. Um, we've been pretty hot recently on the road. You think
1: Donovan Mitchell could guard Russell Westbrook?
4: Yeah. You're out of your mind. All right, oh. He's going to kick it in. <laughs> The kid's going to kick it in. I say <laughs> the jazz in six. going to kick it in. Jazz and six. We Wait, is he even going to guard? You heard it here first. Is he even going <laughs> to be? You heard it here first. They don't put
0: yeah. Rubio on Westbrook. Yeah, that's what I was going to ask. Better defensive player. <laughs> better yeah, put Donovan I mean, Mitchell on. It doesn't matter who he put on Westbrook, but that's all the story. Okay. Um, okay.
1: All because he can guard himself by shooting six. Are you going to rookie of the year?
0: Yes, that's the next thing we're going to go to. Rookie of the year. First of all, can we give some credit? To Donovan Mitchell. Yes. Oh. Ben Simmons. For people who don't know, Ben Simmons came out and confidently said yeah. he was going to win Rookie of the Year. Mm, that does yeah. not look good. Uh, some people feel that way. I will give my feelings on that at another time. Jared Allen. Donovan, <laughs> stop it. <laughs> Do- Donovan. Donovan Mitchell had the Jared best clapback of the year. Yeah, he didn't even say a, anything. That hoodie. He walked in with a hoodie yeah, two hoodies that had the definition. I didn't see the second one. That had the definition of second one. Second yeah. one says Rookie yeah, question yeah, yeah. mark. It's in red. It's red.
4: Yeah, it was great. It was great. It was great. How I think you, I won it. How did you feel about that? <laughs> I know and, you won and and Donovan?
0: Want how do you feel about the, his clapback, and will Donovan Mitchell win Rookie of the Year?
4: Um, his clapback was very classy, in my opinion. Classy. Um, if it's not on Twitter, then, like, it's cares whatever. About but, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the clapbacks. I don't really care about the drama off the court. I like to see the game on the court. Um, but in terms of rookie of the year, I still don't know what they categorize or like what they look at to determine rookie of the year. Are looking at numbers? Are looking at what a player did for a team? Throughout Simmons the is team also season. in a bigger market. So. That's also. Yeah. The, that's also. I mean, that's why Goldberg was taken away defensive player last year, which I'm still angry about. Ooh, small market bias. Pooch, exactly. what, do you, what do you think? What do you think, Donovan Mitchell
1: or Ben Simmons or Jared Allen? Or Frank Nielakita. Just, no. just stop. No,
2: <laughs> just stop. <no>. Milton Doyle. <laughs> I, I got I to gotta be honest. I, I think Ben Simmons is... Yeah, is, and that's is, what I
4: believe as well, because that's how I feel the like the NBA is going to play towards... My, my case is that Mitchell deserves Rookie of the Year just because after Hood got injured in the first three games because gastritis injuries or whatever like that, Mitchell mm. came in, filled those shoes in, and he just turned the team around. He became the person that I think he thought he would be, and he just became this player that everyone was like, "Whoa, who's this kid on Utah? And... You had this stretch in the early of the season that Rubio was hurt, Gobert was hurt, Favors was you know, in and out. Mm-hmm. Hood wasn't even there, but Mitchell was still there leading that team as a rookie 20 games in. But and you can argue
0: that Ben Simmons might not even be the best player on his team. That was an so argument. Yeah, a legit argument. Yeah. Yeah. So, and he's not. No, yeah, I don't think he is. But <laughs> He might be in two years, but right now he's not. Yeah, but, well, yeah. um, Plus, he also said a year to sit and watch.
4: If he doesn't win, I'm going to be – I'm not going to be angry. I just like where the kids head at, and he's, his head was: we have coach of the year, we have a p- potential. He says um, defensive player of the year, and I'm in the playoffs. He's like rookie of the year. That's not even on my mind. You don't you know, think the rookie you know, year, kind year? of is.
1: You don't think the rookie of the year should be Andre Ingram?
4: Okay.
0: Uh. <laughs> yo, yo, now you're just trolling, Matt. Thank you, man. We're excited. Yeah. You said jazz, jazz
4: in six. Jazz in six. Confident Jazz and six um, Thunder and seven I mean I'm just taking it as it goes I, mean, I think it's going to be a good series I hope the I, jazz watch wins. I actually Fates.
0: watched every game of that The two teams play this year I watched every game those two teams play yeah. And I texted Matt through, a, through a, a bunch, bunch of, of
1: them making the most of that league pass yeah,
2: right. I, a, I'm an NBA exactly junkie yeah. yeah. I
4: always watch league pass That's so. exactly what I texted him I say, yo Dex you really making money off that league pass <laughs> <Yeah>. I'm getting my money's worth Y'all act like I'm playing out here I'm getting my money's worth
0: You
2: should What's the matter you fire stick Dex
0: you got a fire stick? You're damn right, I do. Are you be saying that it. in the public? I'm sorry, I'm sorry man. I don't want people know. If you know Yeah, you're you you right. You're right. No, I, I don't know. know I have a pass. I don't know what you're talking oh, about. Yeah, okay, no, you got leak pass. I
4: don't want people coming to come yeah, see you. Yeah, nah. I, I, I don't know. know. You got enough power. I don't know what you're talking about. First game is at Sunday. First game is Sunday? Sunday, 7 10, I believe. You ready? I will tune into
0: that. We got to watch the game together. I will tune into that the way I did not tune into WrestleMania. I'll be live tweeting. Yo. Like WrestleMania. WrestleMania was <laughs> I, it was too long.
4: We don't care. Oh, we're going to break. With we come back. You don't care. <laughs> you don't care. <laughs> no. nobody, nobody cares. A lot of people, a lot you? Of people <laughs> care. <laughs> How much money they made off that event. <laughs> and <laughs> <laughs> I was really disappointed. Oh, <laughs> oh my and the, God. I, and then Brock Lesnar retains I You think I have an inside <laughs> source that just gives
0: oh, me oh, a free Oh, you care insight. about wrestling? No. There you go. Glad to know that somebody would say. I used to. Yeah, I used to when I was a child. take note. Let's go, Mets. All right. All right, when we come back, we're going to talk about the net season, the rest of the NBA playoffs, whether we think Matt's Jazz can do anything. We'll talk about all that when we come back on the Ain't Hard to Tell podcast.
1: Sports Guru is the place where fans talk about sports via video. All videos are 60 seconds or shorter. Sports Guru makes the video look more professional and fun by adding automated on-screen graphics. You can follow your favorite sports by team, trending, new, or by people you follow and more. Type in the title of your video and it will automatically, that's right, auto magically go into your on-screen graphics. It's just that simple. Tag your teams and publish sports. Let's talk sports.
0: It ain't hard to tell where to get the latest merchandise from Backpack Broadcasting. Gear is now available via T Public. Visit the Backpack Broadcasting T Public online store to get shirts, hoodies, mugs and phone cases represent your favorite backpack broadcasting shows including the sports walk sideline stories and of course the ain't hard to tell podcast check out the special offers for our podcast listeners at http colon backslash backslash t dot pub backslash l-i-c backslash backpack get in the game with your official backpack broadcasting here today Alright, welcome back to the Ain't Hard to Tell podcast. Dexter Henry here, Brian Fonseca with our guest, Anthony Puccio, Nets Daily reporter. And tell- the Associated Press, don't forget about that. And AP. And yeah, AP. I, forgot, I forgot to shout you out to AP. <laughs> um, let's get into it real quick with the Nets. Uh, Nets this season. Yeah, Nets, Nets Daily fans are probably like, yo, when are you
1: guys going to talk about...
0: I'm like, yo. Yeah, here's your segment. You got your segment. We got timestamps, all right. <laughs> um, yeah, you'll know when to check in. Uh, Nets this year, 28 wins on the season. Um, it you better? know, th- I thought from watching a lot of it, they were more competitive this year than last year. I know people say, oh, it's another tough year. Nets have been losing. A lot of fans weren't showing up. Your thoughts, Pooch, on the Nets this season?
2: Look, your record is always what, what it says it is, right? But, yeah. <clears throat> but at the same time, when I watch this team... 28 and 54 just doesn't seem accurate, right? Like, they mm. played 50 games, or I should say 49 to be exact, where they were within five points in the last five minutes of the game.
1: Damn. That's more than you half know? the games they played this season.
2: They won, eight, they won 18 of those. So, you know, you get at least 10 more of those, your, your high 30 win team. And, you know, with that, they also lost 18 games by six or less, 14 games by five or less. Mm. So... To me, for a young team that lost Jeremy Lin, that lost D'Angelo Russell so early, I think this is a huge sign for them going forward. And look, uh, again, 28 wins is nothing to be you know, so happy about or, or celebrating about, but at the same time, during a rebuild, when you have these young guys and you, you face these adversities where all these guys do go down, and the one thing that you're missing is, is finishing out games. I think you have a lot to, to a lot to look forward to, especially, you know, all these guys are new, not just the players, but right. Kenny Atkinson and even and the, the, the managerial staff like Sean Marks and them. So, you know, I think obviously 28-54 and 54 is tough on the fans, and, and, you know, they keep bickering at me when I say that, you know, good things are ahead, but I really do feel like for a 28-win team, they were a lot better than their record showed. Hmm.
0: Yeah, I agree with that. So I you pretty th- much agree with that. So you pretty much agree with that because you two guys were, were closer to the team than I was this year. I think the question that uh, for people listening who maybe don't follow the Nets on a the day-to-day, they might want to know. They look at some of the teams. I think a lot of people got to know who Spencer Dinwiddie was this year. Uh, we well, got we, to we know. knew before the season. Oh we knew man. before the season. We got to talk to him. Um, a great piece you can watch from Backpack Broadcasting on the rise of sure. Spencer Dinwiddie. Sure. Uh, and nice. episode three of this podcast. And episode we'll three of this podcast here. We'll keep plugging so he's been a friend of backpack broadcasting programming. Yeah. But there's been other guys, too, that have developed on the team. You saw uh, Jared Allen as a rookie yeah. play very meaningful um, minutes and yeah, quality minutes. Uh, stop it, again. <laughs> <laughs> he's he's <laughs> plugging in the way, any rookie for rookie of the year. Uh, Karis LeVert, yeah. uh, Ronnie Hollis Jefferson, we were speaking about this before the podcast, how he took his game to another level this year, improved his shot, and I think that really helped him a lot. Yeah. Are those the reasons and those players and Brian, you could chime in on this too? Are those the reasons you say, hey Nets fans, this is your reason to be excited about the Brooklyn Nets? You should come out and watch these guys. And are we adding D'Angelo Russell into this mix, or are we taking it out and not impressed by him? Mm. I think. Um
1: I think yeah, you have to be encouraged by all of that, along with the fact like. Um Bob from Nets Daily, obviously, who runs the program. Shout out to Bob Net Income. Him. Net yeah. Income. The Net great income.
0: Rob Windrums, a.k.a. Right. Wolf Blitzer.
1: But he he always talks about how young they are. I always talk about how you have them under control for at least another season. You know, Ronnie Hollis Jefferson is going to be here next year, unless you trade him. Uh, D'Angelo Russell, same thing. He's going to be here next year. Karis LeVert, you have him for a minimum two more years. You know what I mean? So. All of these things taking into account Rondé Hollis-Jefferson became more of an offensive player this year. I think that's been the biggest surprise for me. Uh, It's just not just that he he improved, because I expected that, but just the way he did it, right? So we talked Mm. earlier today about when at Baggy Day, we were talking about Baggy Day. I just called it what you called it. (laughs) <laughs> no, because that's, that's, what that's in is. football. That's, that's what say that's baggy, they call that's what it. That's baggy. what it is. It's called Baggy Day. Yeah. Now, yeah. I like Baggy. All right, yes. I don't like Baggy Ex- At exit interviews, but uh, what's it called? <laughs> but at Bag Day, we talked about how Rondé Hollis Jefferson was somebody who started at the four all season for the first time yep, of his career and really excelled in it, averaging at 1.15 points a game. Yep, And you saw during the season, he's taking the ball, he's turning and facing guys, doing little up fakes, herky-jerky moves, finishing inside, hitting a lot of his free throws, getting to the foul line a lot, hitting some mid-range jumpers. And he said today, like, one of the things he wanted to work on next year was shooting more three-pointers yep. than mid-range jumpers. Yeah. So taking all that into account, I think – I said before the season that they would be, uh, if healthy, a 35-win team. Teams, that, you know, it's rarely that they're ever fully healthy. Yeah. But with 28 wins, considering D'Angelo went down for a long time and Jeremy Lin goes down for the whole season, your two best players on the team coming into the season, you know, 28 is what it is. But I think, I think they're closer to making the playoffs than people think. But that's not to say that they'll get there next year. I have to see what the roster looks like.
0: Yeah, there's, there there there's a ways to go. Are there anything you'd like to, you know, uh, Pooch? Is there anything you would like to see the team do this off season? Interesting off season for the Nets. Still a lot of young players under control. Obviously, you got to see what they can do late with a late first round draft pick. Yeah. Um, anything you would like to see them do this year?
2: I'd like to see them add a stretch big. I mean, you know, the way their offense runs, it's 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 set up to have four stretch players on the floor at all times because the ball is always swinging around the perimeter. So, you know. They d- they didn't have that this season. They came into the season with Jared Allen, who was 19 years old, couldn't hit a three. Well, he didn't wasn't known as a three point shooter. Still isn't. You had Tyler Zeller, who was a late on addition. Mm-hmm. you had mm-hmm. I forgot about you had Tyler you know Timothy Mozgov, who really didn't play this season. And those are the only guys that were above six for ten. So they were getting killed down low, and they weren't hitting enough three pointers to make up for for their. First of all, like, hard defense, inside the paint. I mean, (laughs) they were notorious for letting big men have career nights against them. And not even just, like, 20 and 10 nights. I'm talking, like, 40 and 17 type of nights. You know, so I'd really like to see them add a stretch big, somebody that could, uh, at least if they're going to play that way and play to their strengths, Mm -hmm. (laughs) you better get somebody that is going to fit that system. And I think that's really why we haven't seen Jaleel Oka play. Oak for play that much this season because he just doesn't fit that mold. But you know, if if he gets some time in the summer and the all season and tries to develop a three point shot, maybe he'll get in. But you know, that's something that they definitely have to add. They they have a lot of things that they have to add, man. They, they, you know, they have a long ways to go. But I think what you asked Brian before, the most important thing with the Nets is that Kenny Atkinson was hired here. To develop players, and that's what you brought up. Yeah, guys, no, like we've Ron seen Danthaus it. He's Jefferson, done it. We've seen it. He's Spencer done it. Yep. You know. Somebody's got to get credit uh, for that. <laughs> how about a Joe yeah. Harris? You know, somebody yeah. who was shot forty-one. Who's going to get? Who's going to get some, get some money? Gonna gonna get paid from season. somebody. He was, play, you know,
1: he, <laughs> he, was be the he wants to stay. But he everybody said today. "says they wants to stay." Yeah, I agree. Until
0: they show, so somebody shows him the money. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I could get this much for being in a little city. Yeah, yeah. Because, but you 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 mentioned that, and there there are these players that they have developed. And that's and you can see that, and that's impressive with this team. Um, the player that they traded for last year, uh, trade that came for the draft, D'Angelo Russell. Mm. You know, I, I don't know how you guys feel. This uh, season was and okay, and this was a guy myself who was very high on him before he was drafted into the league. Um, yeah, you wanted you, him to be a Nick. Yeah, I did actually. I did, I did want to be Nick, mm. but I'm very happy with Perzingis. Um <laughs> Do you think that you are you guys hearing from the organization, people around him? Are they happy with D'Angelo Russell? Uh, He'll be up for a payday after this year. Do you think that they're happy enough to pay him? I mean, because that's what it comes about. you got to show me where the money is. Mm -hmm. As I said before, are they happy enough to pay him, or do we need to see another year of D'Angelo Russell to know if he is the guy?
2: I think think we definitely need another year, especially since he was basically hurt this whole season. He didn't really have a full summer to really work with Kenny Atkinson and the coaching staff. And he's also been
0: hurt before that, too. That's true. Good point.
2: So, I think, look, I think Delos' talent on offense is, is, is completely undeniable. Like, he, he, his court vision is great. You see it. You know, he could shoot the lights out of the ball. He's very, very streaky, but his thing is inconsistency. Mm. And he needs to pick that up. And he, he's, he's got to play defense, and he's got to stop turning the ball over so much. Yeah, turnovers are huge. But the thing is, is that the people inside the organization, the higher-ups, they know that, you know, there, there are a lot of ex- expectations on this kid. And, and this is his third season with a third new coach. And, yeah, you know, point. if there's somebody that I think can take his game to the next level, it's Kenny Atkinson, because he's done a great job developing players. He's going to give it to you straight. And and we saw that um, D'Angelo Russell, he turned the ball over two three times in the first six minutes against the Heat mm-hmm. late in uh, March, I believe. Yeah. And he was benched the rest of the game for Karis Levert and Spencer Dimwitty. So. I think
1: which a lot of people freaked out about yeah. and I was like yo really it's but april it's, I like that It's
0: it's it's a thing I, know, like, I mean not the freaking out like that No the, yeah. <laughs> yeah It's a,
2: it's it's a, it's a teaching lesson it's something listen we know D'Angelo has high expectations on him but in order for him to get to that next level where they want him to be Yeah the first step is buying into this team oriented culture that they that they have. It's not a one man show. That's why they, they only had four players that scored thirty or more points this season. Yeah. You know? So it's about getting him to buy in. He's only twenty two years old. Yep. And then getting a, a full summer under his belt, strengthening his legs, strengthening his upper upper body, limiting those turnovers and, and, and fitting in with the offense. So the other day, I spoke with him just off to the side, and and I said, you know, what what is it that you wanna that you wanna improve on this summer? And he, and he looked at me. And he said, you know, I, I gotta tell you, he's really he's spoken so maturely this season. I'm really impressed with how mature he's been and 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 embraced his role, even though things haven't gone his way. Mm-hmm. What he said to me was, I want to be, and he was thinking of. He was like, I want to think of the right word. He's like, I want to be a point guard, but more importantly, he said. I want to be a lead guard. I want to be a leader. He said, you know, I think that's something that's really important. And obviously, as you guys both remember, on his way out of L.A., Magic Johnson said, you know, what I needed was a leader. And, you know, he may not admit it, but I think that's something that sticks with him. And I think it's not Magic that makes him want to be a leader, but I think it's the Nets that are starting to make him want to be a leader. A guy like Damari Carroll pushing him in the locker room, a guy like Kenny Atkinson coaching him. I think right now he is set up for success. It's really up to him to – to really figure it out.
0: Get it done. Ball, yeah. ball is in the ball is in his court there. Exactly. So we'll see. Um, moving on from the Nets to the playoffs. The playoffs are upon us. We're recording this on Thursday, April 12th. Uh, playoff starts Saturday, April 14th, one of my favorite days of the year. I, I wake up that – I'm going to be happy on Saturday when I wake up because the NBA playoffs are starting. Um, it's like Christmas, baby. It's, it's, it, yeah, it's, right. it's one of those days. Like I love mm-hmm. when the NBA season starts. I love, you know, Christmas Day. For multiple you know, Weather's getting nice though with Weather's the getting nice Yep Competitive teams All okay. this
1: stuff It's still damn windy outside I don't hey, know what y'all hey, hey,
2: talking but about But it's gonna be like <laughs> 75 70 tomorrow <laughs> <laughs> Word? Yeah I didn't know that
0: yeah, I mean, I'm breaking weather on this podcast oh, I'm too. going outside <laughs> You just gotta stay inside all night <laughs> No <know. laughs> I go outside every day Thanks to Henry the weather man <laughs> Got me being the weatherman now
1: <laughs> um, By the way the Nets should yeah. sign Anthony Tolliver I'm just saying
0: The Nets should? Yes
1: That's a stretch big that's not a bad. I wa- I watched them this year well, who with Detroit. Detroit. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When the Nets were playing Detroit, and I was like, you know who the Nets need? I was like, they need that. And stop trying. I like Quincy. A- I like Quincy Ac a lot, and I like Dante Cunahan But it's like, yo, you got to
2: stop trying
0: to. They don't confer. fit in today's like NBA. get an actual stretch big. What yeah. about yeah. A what, mean? Guy like, what
2: about like an Aaron Gordon? Or draft Mo Wagner.
0: I'll tell you what. You brought up Aaron Gordon just there. It's going to be a very very interesting player, restricted free agent. It'll be interesting to see what he has on, on, on the market. A lot
1: market. of money. I think the Magic
0: are almost forced to have to recite him because of their incompetent drafting and signs signings over the last couple of years. Why did they fire Frank Vogel so I, quick? I don't know why they fired Frank Vogel. I can tell you what, Frank Vogel ain't the problem with the they Orlando Magic. They fired Jacques Vaughn too no quickly too, and yeah. Frank
1: Vogel, they brought him in. I don't thing. think
0: Frank Vogel was the problem with the Orlando Magic. I think you could look at some of their draft picks. Alfred Payton not being good. Myra kind of being yeah. – he started playing better at the end of this year. Okay. When you're called He's the
1: European J.R. Smith ahead of the draft, Ooh. I don't think – That's a good
0: thing. Yeah.
3: Yeah. <laughs>
0: and I like J.R.
3: Smith.
2: Uh, unless unless you're sliding into European DMs Yeah, like <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah, he might he might do that a little too aggressively, a yeah. party a little too much. But
2: but, but Mario is someone that the Nets are definitely to to. You know keep what? That's somebody
0: you might keep a fly, get yeah. take a flyer on because he seemed to be starting to figure things out late in this year. So that's a good thing that you yeah. just brought up for the Nets. Yeah. You know what? Hurt um, them? And who said You said Aaron Gordon, right? Yes, you said Aaron. Aaron Gordon. Aaron Gordon. Um, and that's kind of what I was getting to. He could be a interesting. He's a tweener. You don't know if he's a three or a yeah. four. I don't think he's yeah. really a three because he does not handle the nah. ball well enough. Um, he was drafted. In this three, league, he's a four. He just doesn't guard fours enough well. Yeah. He was drafted as a three. He's a two. Yeah. So you think the Nets will go at, try for him?
2: I think if the price is right, I, I definitely don't think they're going to offer him a max deal. And I don't think the I don't think the, the, I don't I don't think think the, the price is going to be right though. No, and I don't think the Magic would match. Right. The Magic definitely would match a max deal in my opinion. I don't, I don't think, think, think they
0: will either. I think but they want a deal on it? their terms. Yeah, I think they probably not. The Nets kind of. But I can see how you're saying he could be a good fit. But if you believe in Rondé do you really need him?
2: No, and that's the thing, like. I believe in Ronde and I also believe in the Nets having their own pick next year. So, you know, like why not rock with the yep, with the squad that they just had? I agree. And you know what there's gonna be
0: no quick fix this yeah. summer for your Nets fan. I, yeah, I yeah. agree.
1: Just so add just so add like a couple veterans or, you know, a couple like you're gonna have yeah. three draft picks.
2: Have some continuity. Yeah. Do what you just did this season. See if you can squeeze out some of those close victories and close out the games. Yeah. If you win and you make it interesting, great. If if you aren't a good team and yeah. things bad things happen, yeah. then you have your own pick. You know, like you yeah. don't have to dwell Which on it. That's so. fans haven't been able so, to say for a while. And, no big splashes this summer. And,
0: and you, you you could move up. In the draft. It's possible. You never know. They, they, they 29, could, they 40, 40-something. 40 yeah. Maybe some throw guys on a contract. We spoke yeah. We
2: yeah. about that before. before. They can package yeah. some
0: guys. You um, get, yeah. Real quick on the playoffs, guys. Um, yeah. Some of these matchups, I think it was a fantastic final couple of days of the season. Some of these matchups have broken up really nicely. Um, I was wondering who was going to get the NBA TV series in the East. <laughs> I thought it might be <laughs> Toronto, and I see Toronto is the first NBA TV game. Toronto's the one seed in their NBA TV. Man. Jesus, they don't get any respect. Nah. Um, they gotta prove it. And they,
2: they have such, a, but they have such a great fan base, man. You they think do, like, but
0: they're, they are passionate, but and, like, and, there, and they got Drake. So. Yeah,
2: but they but they have a fun team too. I feel like uh, people want to see Lowry and DeRozan, don't you think?
0: <sighs> do they? <Are> the,
2: like, <laughs> I don't know. They seem like, legit like this year, man. <laughs> no,
0: and like here is the thing: is anybody saying like think of it seriously? Is anybody saying Run into the I want to go see the, I want to watch the Raptors play. I, I, think, to, I, I think this
2: playoff series they're gonna.
1: Really, after like, uh, not yo, I saw series, people saying that they think that Matty P's Wizards are gonna beat the Raptors.
0: Oh, they think. <laughs> listen, now talk about Yo Maddie P. I'm get getting every, grab the mic. I'm getting everybody's prediction in that. What What do you think about that series? We'll, we'll ask Matty P first. The Wizards fan, residence wizards oh, fan. Hello. Matty P. What's up, man? How's it going? Uh, good. Well, uh, do you think the uh, Wizards have any chance as the A seed to knock off the number one seed in the East and beat the Raptors? I do. How much of chance are you giving them? A hundred percent chance. Oh, no, no, no. Okay. Not like an eighty-five percent chance. Oh mm. So you, you, you kind of go with what I said. I believe this was last week and the week before. You were not a believer in Toronto.
3: No, I'm not because like. The, let's let's be honest here. This has happened like for the past three years. Like they haven't been the number one <laughs> seed, but like every, for the past three years they've been hyped up. Everyone's been like, "Yo, Toronto's sleeping. They're gonna go to the Eastern Conference Finals." And every year they screw it up. They don't even like get past the, <laughs> and first the Wizards.
0: Round. Will the, this, yeah. I mean, I I hear you. So yeah. you. You like the Wizards, who've had a very disappointing season. No, they
3: had a very disappointing. I, I'm gonna be honest with you. I don't. I never expected them, even from the start of the season, to, like get past. At most, like the first round, maybe the second round. Huh. Really? Yeah, I did not like say I
1: remember, this. I remember, yeah, and it's funny because I remember, like, back when the season was started, people were talking about
3: them being, like, a three I, or a four. I didn't like the you way. you I, I, I At most, I saw them as, like, a five, but wow. I mo- right. uh, realistically, I saw them as, like, a six, seven, or an eight. Not an eight seed, but I saw them as, like, a six or seven seed. So or they're going to sweep Toronto? No, then I, maybe. I mean. <laughs> Wiz- Wizards <laughs> and how much? I mean. Like, realistically, take I, I hope – would su- I wouldn't be surprised if they swept. But uh, wow. given past matchups, Damn. because they have played them in the past uh, in the playoffs. But uh, that's Matt, the table is hot, the table's Dude, hot right easy, now. That's, that's a hot it. take. Uh, <laughs> that's were a were hot me. take. <laughs> like, I can feel it. I'm realistically, <laughs> yeah. honestly, uh, probably, like, it would go to, like, five, six games. I don't think it's going to And you think equipped. the Wizards are going to win? I think they could win. Okay. I do 100%. I haven't seen a lot of Toronto, so I'm not going to suspend my belief and think the Wizards are going to win, like definitely, but I do think they have a pretty good chance of them actually right, so winning. Dexter, Dexter, let me ask
1: you, how much better is Toronto really, like in comparison to these last few years that Matt's talking about?
0: They're better because, as I said, I think I said last week. Because bench, I don't think they're I think their bench is too. better. They are. But. Um, the East overall is also better. Yeah. Let's also say they're that, I, that. They're not giving enough I do think they're better. I think they play better. I think the ball has flown more. What I haven't seen – what I think, what scares me with Toronto is, I think when they see Cleveland, something happens and they choke. I said this last week. I think they clam up against Cleveland, and I think there's a difference. Isn't that everybody though? No, but they, they, <laughs> they well, looks, apparently not. They, the they look scared. Apparently not. Like,
2: yeah, it look, more than I, feel that. Like, I feel
0: like I feel like Cleveland is just playing. Spencer <laughs> he had a career high against LeBron well, no, James. Yeah, I don't think I feel, the Nets are a team. We could say played Cleveland hard multiple times this year. Yeah, um, That's right, I, too, think, I think. I think Toronto, it's like, I feel like Cleveland, they know that. They're in their head. They're playing shook ones before they play them every game now. Like, <laughs> they, they look shook. Like, it, it's – I just. what do you guys think about this series? Uh, who do you got? I have uh,
1: – Toron- we're talking about Toronto-Washington.
0: Yes, Toronto-Washington. We're going to move on to a couple more.
1: Uh, Toronto's winning, but it's going to be distant. Like, I think it's going to be 6-7, and then Cleveland's bouncing them in five.
0: All right, John, six. Toronto, Washington. Who you got?
2: I'm saying Toronto and six, man. I think, I think, I think we're underestimating how good Toronto really I think Toro- is.
0: I think Toronto and six, too. I'm not They're going. losing to the Caps. Fred,
2: Fred VanVleet is going to be that. Fred VanVleet is going to be the MVP of the series because he's going to come in and lock down I like John Wall. I like him a lot. He's, he's a gonna great lockdown. He is a great Wall? defender. I like he's him a, a lot. him a great I defender.
0: P is over here laughing. Um. <laughs> Maddie
2: P hates <laughs> that. We <Maddie> all <laughs> <P hates laughs> the Raptors.
0: It's all right because Cleveland's going to clean them out easy. I mean, I Cleveland, don't, Cleveland. I don't, I don't disagree with you guys on that. All right, so Raptors, Wizards, uh, next uh, series in the East, Celtics, Bucks. Who you got? Disappointing kind of year for the Bucks after their start. Mm-hmm. Celtics, know Kyrie, uh, but Brad Stevens has been masterful with the coaching. Yeah. Who you got? Brian's smiling, so I want to know what he has over here. Milwaukee and six. Yeah, y'all kind of feel you on that though. Milwaukee's. I'm kind of feeling you on that though
1: <laughs> because it's like you're gonna be on the road. Oh, you're going to take One of these home games They're going to protect Yeah They're going to win In six games I'm going to say Milwaukee
0: in seven I would have wow. said
1: I would have said ball. Remember I was high on Boston When Kyrie high. was balling But once you Kyrie got I'm out
0: gonna, I, I don't know I, I'm, You know what I'm going Boston seven No, nah, I'm going I'm Milwaukee, I'm Milwaukee I'm going seven. Ball- i I'm I was flipped. thinking about this Last night pay. I was Boston Boston thinking about seven. this
1: Last night before I went to bed Because I'm like Dexter's going to ask me About this on the podcast Tomorrow And I'm going to be ready No and I shouldn't ask You were ready I said Giannis Is going to average Like
0: Thirty-five and eleven and six or something. Which we got. I got Boston and six. Boston and six. And six. Uh, yeah, I, you know what? Yeah, I'm going with Boston and seven. Yeah. I think it's gonna be a good series. Great no, series. So. Scared. Yeah. I'm going with Boston and seven. <laughs> um, this is my one of my more entertaining series. Sixers Heat. Sixers. Uh and seven. Sixers are winning. So let me tell you what scares me, guys. Sixers and seven. Sixers have won sixteen games in a row heading into the playoffs. You know when that happens I'm like Something bad's gonna happen now Like yeah. they're, they're yeah. due to lose Yeah Uh Miami, football Miami's been, sc- been I'm not saying they're gonna lose this series yeah, I'm yeah, saying they yeah. might lose some games Get in trouble Miami's been scrappy all year I do think Philly's a more talented team Easily. I'm going to say Philly in five uh, But it wouldn't shock me If they lost like the I first game that. I Miami's that.
1: weird Miami's weird It's like I feel like even though they're not Eric Spolstra is one of these Like I typically think That coaches in basketball uh, Some of them Get too much credit, coaches in general. I think some of them get too much credit. I like, think Spolstra's really. a
0: fantastic coach. But I, yeah, yeah. I, he legitimately he gets the most out of his players. I think he's fantastic.
1: Kind of like what Kenny Atkinson does. But
0: That's anyway, like <laughs> I think Kenny good, But he's got to do more.
1: Yeah, he's got, he's he's got time. But yeah. with Eric Spolstra, he yeah he gets the most out of. I mean, look at the roster they had last year, where Dion Waiters was like, and they were hot down the stretch. One of their best players, and he's not even like a big part of why this team is like good this year. So, I don't know. I, I think Miami's going to actually give them some problems. You'll see the youth from the Sixers at some points. I don't think the Sixers are going to run right through them, but I do think that they're going to beat the Heat and then go to the Eastern Conference Finals. Uh, so,
0: well, so Sixers and <laughs> what? Uh, seven. Sixers and wow. seven. Yeah. Wow. Miami wow. giving winning three games. Go ahead. Puch, yeah. I'm saying got?
2: Sixers and five. Like you, Dex man. I, th- I think. I think. I think they're. <laughs> they're a lot better than, than people I mean I, look I don't even want to say They're better than people think Because right. they, they are getting That hype right now And uh, They're like, young but I they're think going to shine like, I think they're going to th- shine
0: Miami, He's given Miami three wins Yeah I, Yeah Okay, so you, you were prepared for that one. All right, last series in the East, a 4-5 matchup, Cleveland. Were we are not doing the whole playoffs? Yeah, we're doing the whole. Doing, I'm going oh, okay, to West okay, 2. Okay, okay. 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 No, 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 <laughs> I'm saying, like, the to get to the finals. No, we're just doing first round. All right, whatever. Well, then I'll ask finals picks. I'll get All to that. All right, fine, fine. Uh, Cleve- Cavs, Pacers, <laughs> uh, Cleveland with the fourth seed. I don't think it really mattered where they were seeded. Uh, Pacers, <laughs> the five, probably the most surprising team in the you NBA. Know outside of the i uh, Cleveland. Who you got, Pooch? Cleveland. I got yeah. Cleveland. It's, it's really
2: unfortunate for the Pacers because they've had such a good season. Right?
0: Like end, end. And and you know, the way yeah. you're looking at me is like, yeah. yo, it's going <laughs> to end real quick. It's going
2: to end real quick. And, you know, Victor Oladipo had such a good season, and you want him to, to say see it, some Pooch. Type of I know success, what you're going to say. Man, say it, Pooch. Cavs in four, man. There you
0: go, Pooch. That's right. I'm with Pooch. Cavs in four. Man, I, I think agree. the Pacers are not going to win a game. I think there'll be one game that'll be really tight. And Lebron be- doesn't lose in the first round. Like I saw, Lebron stat, doesn't lose. They say in he
2: the didn't, Eastern Conference, he,
1: didn't, he <laughs> didn't lose. He hasn't lost a game in the first round in like years. Yeah. Some stat like that, though. It's I saw. not happening I this year. Like, I tell like, you that really? much. I mean, it could maybe all the depot goes off. One the Pacers
0: game. did beat them once, and I remember watching that game. On I think, think s- they're three and one against the
1: Cavs this year, or something like that.
0: Though. They are. No, yeah, they actually yeah, yeah, beat them yeah. three times, yeah. and I remember watching. But like, that's the regular season. I watched one we of those LeBron games. know LeBron don't care about the regular season. Yeah, yeah sense one sense of those man. games, Cleveland. I mean, he cares a for like you know sometimes. That, I'll tell you what, it's gonna be four zero. That's what. That's that's what I'll tell you. <laughs> too. So then, so
1: then, that would leave Raptors versus Cavs and Sixers mm-hmm. versus Bucks for me, Celtics for you guys. From there,
0: I'm going Sixers. Look, I think the Cavs are coming out the East. I'm just going to say, I'm going Sixers. Cavs. I'm, I'm with Dex, and then I'm going Cavs. Going I think Sixers. Cavs will be a fantastic Conference Finals. So. I think Cleveland beats them in six. Yeah, yeah, six. Yeah. Okay. Uh, to the West. Uh, Rockets against the Timberwolves Who just got in on the last day of the season Knocking off the Nuggets that team, was Which was a, really a fantastic game. game I saw that game uh, Did you get yeah. to watch that Pooch? No I missed it You didn't get to watch that it. Uh, Nets were playing Dude, the Timberwolves Nets have, Celtics, yo. yeah, You were watching Nets Celtics You were watching Nets Celtics I was covering it Oh sorry I was covering it I was covering it What he was covering Like, I was like what are you doing? Um no, no no two poops, no judging no, you're all styling and profiling like a uh, Clyde Frazier out there no no I, I was sitting in
2: my room just chilling
0: oh okay, writing no, about
2: no, the game no. you know okay no like, yeah, you, you, you were like, like, how
0: do you think I get this change? Oh, you boy. were working
2: my grandmother got do me you, this, like, <laughs>
0: shout out to grandma um, do you give the Timberwolves any shot against the rockets
2: absolutely not <laughs> no Damn. No way. No.
0: I, <laughs> I thought you were going to like. Who has a better like a chance to win a game? No. The Timberwolves against the Rockets or the Pacers against the Cavs?
2: Wow. I think the Pacers, honestly. Really? I think,
0: yeah. You know why? Here's, here's why. I, yeah. People are going to look at this and say Tom Thibodeau is a great defensive coach, but the Timberwolves are not a good defensive team. They are an awful defensive <laughs> team, especially in played, transition.
1: Jimmy Butler played coming off the knee injury like 41, 42 minutes yeah, that's yesterday.
0: Because Tom Thibodeau doesn't th- trust anybody else yeah. on the ball. Like, I trust him on the ball. I don't trust rock, him else rock, on Rockets rock four. But
2: this has been Tibbs' biggest problem throughout his whole career is that he's, he's run his guys into the ground, and by yeah. the postseason they're exhausted. And they're going up against the Rockets, which is one of the fastest-paced teams in the NBA. Yeah, I don't I mean, think they're going to even be able to run the And the style of play though.
1: doesn't, yeah. Doesn't, yeah. All, and if, if there's a team that you can't play poor defense against, it's Houston. I also think that uh, Towns, Butler, Wiggins, like, they're good enough to win you a game. But so
0: you're giving them a game? No, because the style is <laughs> –
1: <laughs> They're good enough to, but the style, I just I just think Houston's going to just
0: – Houston in four for everybody. Everybody's got to sweep. All right, moving on. And if we're wrong, so what? I mean, nobody's going to care. Uh, two versus seven, Warriors versus Spurs. Um, Sorry,
1: Warriors in four.
0: <laughs> you know what? If Kawhi Leonard comes back, then we'll you know what? series. Yeah, Warriors is and four. Is Curry
1: missing this? He's, yes, he's sure?
0: not playing. The Spurs are yeah. gonna get one.
2: The Spurs are gonna get. See, one.
0: I want to say the Spurs are gonna get one, but I have this feeling. that I, I respect them. I love. I'll be rooting for them. But well, based off of who? I think they'll have a game where they'll have a chance to get one. Yeah. It's just yeah. I don't. Yeah, yeah. No, probably multiple. But they have a guy who likes to disappear, <laughs> LaMarcus Aldridge, at, at certain times and Even fade away all the time. Even though he better this year. Yeah, but they, I, I watched a game a couple weeks ago. I forgot who he was. I think it was Utah. It's pretty Utah. Utah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he just disappeared. I saw that too. So yeah. After the four, so you go bear, man. Uh, I'm gonna go with the sweep. I'm going Golden State sweeping. Oh. I hope that happens. You're going uh, Golden State in five.
2: Yeah, I'm going five, but
0: I, I just. I I what can matter? never
2: count out the Spurs, man. I understand. I, I understand I, yeah. what you're it's saying. Like, and I did want I know to pick ha- the
0: sweep, but I just don't see the talent there. I think Me too. I would love for the Spurs to
1: push them though, because I'm tired of Kevin Durant.
2: I would love for for Kawhi uh, Kawhi to just be like, you know what?
0: I'm the coming Spurs, back. Yeah, I'm coming yeah. back I'll I'm surprising hyped. the NBA. They should yeah. just do that. Before I'll he gets right? traded I'm for Brooklyn, maybe nice. it would yeah, be at three right? <laughs> o'clock. Stop it! How great would it be no. at three o'clock? The Knicks fan just came out Se- of that. I'm like, I don't, no, 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 no. even mad. I'm not no, even hell, mad. At that. Hell, no. I'm not even mad. I got scared for a second though. <laughs> uh, it would be great at three o'clock on Saturday if we saw Kawhi Leonard was playing. I'd be, I'd be oh, pumped, man. It's not happening though. No, out of the no, no of absolutely. Of <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Bring it back to the Knicks. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we didn't even talk about. We're not talking about that. Um <laughs> Portland Trailblazers versus the New Orleans Pelicans, three versus six. I think this can be a fantastic series. I think this can be one of the best series of the first round.
1: I'm really high on Portland, man. It's a really high on Portland. But Anthony Davis is – I think, Andrew this, Holiday I think there's
0: going to be some battles. I think we'll go ball out. Who you got, Pooch?
2: I got Portland. I got Portland yeah. in seven. Okay. I got seven. All right.
1: I have Portland in – Damn. What are you doing over <laughs> I was going to say
0: Portland is. Seven,
1: yeah, yeah. yeah. I'll go all seven.
0: right, I'm flipping it on y'all. I'm going Pelicans in seven. All right, mm. all right. Pelicans I was gonna say in Portland in six, but I don't think they'll close. I'm going out. Pelicans uh, in seven. Uh, I think that'll I be great. Be, they'll have to win a, a, a road game, but that will be interesting. Okay, I think it's gonna be a fun. It's season. time for Lillard
2: to make some noise, man. Uh, it's it, his, t- it's my, his time.
1: He's my favorite player in the Western Conference to watch. Okay, he's my favorite it's, it's, player. A, it's his the time. He's is Kemba Walker. The my North favorite North.
0: player in the Western Conference has the four seed, Russell Westbrook. My favorite player to watch in basketball against the Jazz. Um Matt picked the Jazz in six. That's I don't think anybody up here is going to do that. Uh who you got, Brian? I I'm not gonna lie,
1: and partially because of Matt, but also because, you know, I don't really care for the Thunder like that. I would like to see the Jazz win. I would like to see the Jazz win in four, but that's not gonna happen. Uh Russell Westbrook I think is overrated to some degree. <laughs> uh I think I think <laughs> this will have to be another <laughs> podcast topic. <laughs> I think I think you know, I think Carmelo Anthony, I mean, we don't need to say anything more, you know what I mean? Like, and will Paul George, I mean, I, at Oklahoma City, they have enough to really challenge some of the upper echelon teams in the West. I don't think they're going to do that, but I think they'll get past the Jazz in seven, and then they'll lose the next series. That's
2: I don't good. even think it gets that far. I think it's, it's OKC okay in five. I, th- I think they're going to play a lot better than they did in the regular season because they have they have the talent.
0: To do I can agree with you. I will give the Jazz a game. I think it's OKC in five. <laughs> I, think, I think I think Utah's going to surprise some people. And push I still don't trust OKC's bench in going past that for the next round. But and I think you're absolutely insane calling Russell Westbrook yeah, overrated. Man. I think you're absolutely insane. <laughs> I don't know what you I don't know what you poured in that cup over there. I, th- I still think he's good. good. I think he's very good. I think you're. I think you're overrated.
1: I think he gets a little too much. I think he gets a little too much credit for like the triple doubles and Well, I think triple doubles is an overrated stat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that is. I think at least in today's today's NBA, I think it is. I think it's overrated because
2: everybody's doing it. Right. That's
1: another topic. get to Like if we're if we're going down. All right, we're going down the list of guards, right? for best guards in the league that you want to build your team around with. Well, he is not high on my list. Oh,
0: well, yeah. Well, I don't We can have this draft. We can have this discussion. It's not a discussion. I would just say, please don't hire Byron as your GM. That's what I would say. <laughs> well, but you don't even know who I take ahead of him. No, I don't really care. <laughs> All right, fine. <laughs> <laughs> no, we'll get, we'll, we're going to get into this. This topic will be safe. If the, uh, if the Thunder lose in the first round, me and Matt. It's coming for me. me. Me and Matt. If you guys don't see me show up for a podcast, you know why. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> Yeah, I, I will not be. This <laughs> is gonna about be that. me,
1: and I'm gonna be like, "Yo, Matt, sit in this empty chair, real
0: here. <laughs> <laughs> sit in this empty chair. That's what you might well have to do." Um, who's coming out the West?
1: Houston. Wow. Remember at the beginning of the year, I said that Golden State was, but Houston actually surprised me. Like Houston's legitimately surprised me enough to the point where you believe I'm. Them? Yeah, although I think they'll be Golden State at seven in the Western Conference Finals. Uh, I, I want to see. Portland, like really take it to that gear that I feel like Damian Lillard really can Going get to the to. finals. No, 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 no. Oh. I want to see them play. I would like to see them play Houston in the series. Yeah. I would love to watch that. Portland and Houston, I feel like is a great matchup. I would love to see the, those two backcourts they go at play it. Play to
0: the conference sh- championship. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I yeah. think
1: I think we're gonna get Golden State and Houston. I think Houston's gonna win, and I think that home field advantage is gonna help. Pooch.
0: Yeah.
2: I'm saying Golden State the whole way. I think uh, I think even with with. With their injuries, without Steph Curry, you still have Kevin Durant, Clay Thompson, even guys like Andre Iguodala coming off the bench. I, I mean, the continuity is there. Yeah. Same coaching staff is there. Everything. I, I, I think they're a revolutionary team in our time.
0: I don't think anybody's being called State. Yeah, I mean, think it's, it's I do think when they play Houston, I do think Houston will take them to seven. I think it will be their toughest series they've had in the last three years outside of the second one with the Cavs. Mm. Um, I do think which that – Which they lost. Which they lost. Yeah. I do think that would be a fantastic series with a shot, but I think they'll find a way to win that road game yeah. seven. Yeah. I can't wait for that. I hope we're all enjoying that around Memorial Day yeah. weekend. They've
1: been there, too. That's what's going to help them. I just – I don't know. I think Houston messes with the math a little too much where they take all these threes. Yeah. They're great at it. I feel like, for once, it's actually going to carry over because they have the level of talent that you need necessarily to carry that over. We'll see. Man. Even though even though Mike D'Antoni, I'm not I, – I, I don't I think he's like – like, so he's proven that his teams kind of, like, fall apart in the playoffs at some point. But I think this year,
0: you know, with Harden, with Chris Paul, it's going to be a little different. Tell so you what, James Harden's got to show up. We'll see. All right, so the playoffs start Saturday. But, but, be-
1: but, 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 who you have winning the championship?
0: Golden State. Yeah. You Golden, too, State.
2: Golden State, without a doubt. Without a
0: doubt. And, Brian, why are you smiling like that over there? Because you're thinking about picking Cleveland.
1: I think Cleveland could take Houston.
0: Okay, I think. Ryan has had something different to drink in his cup today It's water I'm not so sure about that um, But I'm not, so sure um, not going to name any names of anything Because they do not sponsor us <laughs> so, that's, so that is that Pooch man we want to thank you for coming on And talking yes, about your basketball with us No, we guys, appreciate it
2: Guys I appreciate both of yeah. you guys know It's a, what a long you are, time coming
0: You know what you are the first person You were the first person on this podcast That's Sicilian That's yeah, true <laughs> That's and to wear a full suit. Yeah. Somebody well, is Somebody's a, one. Uh, Ian, had a, Ian had a, But Ian didn't wear his. No, he didn't have the full Moke suit. Moke had a blazer on. Yeah. You were the only person to rock a full suit. And you look mm-hmm. like you're ready to go travel to Miami. That's, that's
2: my MO, Dex. There you go. I'm suits. Yeah,
0: yeah. yeah.
1: He, he said, there you go. Yo, yesterday he goes, You know I'm wearing the suit, right? And yeah. I just was laughing. It wouldn't be right if he did it. I didn't yeah, know. Yeah, I like, it just I didn't feel I'm right. like, I don't know, because it might be hot in this room. You know what I mean? You're going to have the thing. But, I, you know, you're comfortable, right?
2: Yeah, this is what I do. There man. we go. All <laughs> right, <laughs> you, you that's can, good. You feel good. You that's,
0: can, that's that. That is true. Like that it, is true. You know? um, you can check out Anthony Puccio's work on Net'sDaily.com. Uh, you can also check him out uh, with the AP. Follow him on Twitter. What's your Twitter handle? At a pooch. At a pooch. Like the dog. Um. So you know. P o o c h. Yeah, like the he, dog. The DMs
1: a- are open. <laughs> for some people um, He
0: does a great job We'll see more of him stuff You'll see stuff with him Through Nets Daily In the summer uh, Same for Brian And hopefully me Getting back myself Into some video stuff That is a wrap For yeah. episode 26 Hopefully we'll fix of the podcast background. Hopefully next time You do not have to look If you're watching this Podcast of a black background And you will see something That says ain't hard to tell Or we'll just be At a different location or it Houston could be, is 7 I changed my mind man. Houston 7 Or it could <laughs> oh, be that uh, Last thing I'll say Before I go uh, To the New York Knicks Hire Mark Jackson That's a wrap For episode 26 <laughs> Of the Ain't Hard to Tell Podcast We'll see you When we're back With the podcast Thanks for watching Peace Yeah I'm gonna be Waffling on my phone now.